old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. April 1st at 7.30 p.m., SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Old-fashioned football. This deal right now is a pancake eating mother. All right, so deal. I'm going to if you're wondering who you're listening to, this is J-Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And before I get started, I've got to bring in my lovely co-host. You can call her Murr. You can call her J-Mark's wifey. In fact, find her on Twitter at J-Mark's wifey. Miranda, how the hell are you doing today? Today was a day, and I'm worried about myself. <laughs> uh, I drank coffee all morning through lunch at 3 p.m. I started in on espresso I've had two double espressos since 3 p.m. I went right from espresso to bourbon. I did drink 48 ounces of water, but I also spent six straight hours on the phone today. Didn't get a break until 3. I spent from 9 to 6 on the phone. Not 9 to 6. 9 to 3, which would be six hours. That's so, how I got to six hours. <laughs> so what you're saying is your your cords are all warmed up. You could say that. <laughs> and my brain was mushed by the end of the day, and the only way for me to get through and be here right now with you was to start taking espresso shots which is what i did and i think the good thing is that um bourbon counteracts espresso 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 no espresso spectral patronum (laughs) sorry um (laughs) yeah so that's good is that good (laughs) i mean it's good that the bourbon will maybe kind of help chill you out bring you back down um i'm sure you're ready to talk a million miles i am ready to rock this justin let's (laughs) rock it um, guess what? What? What's in two weeks? In two weeks, we are going to relaunch? Yeah, I think we'll call it a relaunch, A relaunch? Kinda. We're going to our own feed. We're moving to our own feed. You'll still be able to find us under the Fantasy Football feed at, for SGPN, but yeah. we will also have our own old-fashioned football feed. I am extremely excited about it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. You know, it's not that we're trying to get away from the Fantasy Football mm-hmm crew at all because we're still part of sgpn's fantasy football crew it's kind of more of a um marketing thing we can easier way to find us yeah you know when we started this podcast for sgpn it was just us bringing together two things we loved we have so much fun with fantasy football we really get into the competitiveness of it we are a very competitive couple but we have fun with it for sure fantasy football for the past 10 years 11 years with you has been fun. So we get to bring that to people. We love trying new bourbons and whiskeys, diving into the whiskey and bourbon world since starting our show last summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so much fun. So I'm just really excited about being going to our own feed and having an easier way for our listeners listeners to find us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one of the things, not everybody does dig the football, but they want to come for the whiskey. So that'll be kind of easier mm-hmm. to be like, all right, we'll just go to this feed, you know, and I, we always try to put the timestamps in so that if you do want to skip anything, you are welcome to, though I encourage you to listen to us bicker back and forth through the <laughs> whole episode. Um, just as a tease, so 4-4 is kind of our quote unquote relaunch, our launch to the new feed. But just as a tease, we have a really special guest to help us yes. that day. He's a former NFL player. He's a nine-year veteran, and I am not going to tell you his name. But um, that's something to look forward to. 
if anything else, check us out so you get to hear him talk and hear us ask questions to I him. I can't tell you how excited I am for two weeks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and excited for three weeks. On 411, we yes. have Master Distiller. I will tell you this. Um, we have a Master Distiller from Savage and Cook joining us. Mm-hmm. If you want to, send in your questions. We already have some listener questions, so um, and we have some of our own, of course. Mm-hmm. We're not uh, just relying on you for the <laughs> questions. But, um, no. but And anyways. if you'll remember, if you were, have been listening to us all along, we tried their Burning Chair Barrel, barrel Select. select. Yep. It's the Barrel Select. It's a higher proof than their... It's a higher proof than their regular Burning Chair bourbon. But we have um, tried Savage and Cook before, and I'm excited to try more of their... Um, Whiskeys and bourbon. We also tried Bad Sweater. Yes. By that was Savage also and Cook. By Savage and which Cook. made my own signature sweater weather <laughs> old fashioned for winter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and just in the event you want to start planning ahead, we are going to be trying their regular bourbon um sorry, not bourbon, regular burning chair, their lip service, their second gla- glance, and the uh, Manhattan Project. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get any of those to try them with us, please feel free to do so. It'll help support them, of course. And we appreciate it's them gonna coming It's going to be fun. On. Yes, it is. However, that's two. Or that's three weeks away. Two weeks away, we have our special guest. But today, we're talking fantasy football auction value changes after free agency for just a handful of guys because we can't hit them all, right? Right. I mean, we'll get to our positional previews preseason but for right now, we can't get to everything in this episode. But before that, Miranda, what are we drinking today? We're drinking something that I'm surprised we have not drank before on the show. We are drinking Four Roses Single Barrel. <laughs> and before we got into the world of whiskey and bourbon, deeper than we already were before the show, this was my go-to in an old-fashioned. It was, yeah. My go-to for drinking bourbon neat was Jefferson's Aged at Sea Voyage 23 because the voyage matters. It does. And Four Roses. It has been, I, I don't think I've had an old fashioned with Four Roses since last summer or spring because we started trying all these new whiskeys and bourbon and we're not drinking old fashions every day. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're, Drinking an old-fashioned with the new whiskey or bourbon we're going to be trying on the show. And we just haven't come back to Four Roses. When I opened the bottle and made this old-fashioned today, uh, it's a <laughs> good one. Ba- Brock Bath yes, memories. Yes, this is, it reminded me why this was my go-to back before now, all the amazing whiskeys we've tried. Have you had your old-fashioned that you made today yet? Yeah, I had a drink. Okay. What, I, why? Do you have comments? No, no, I was actually just, I was kind of curious of what you thought since you have tried so many more since originally saying it's still that this a good is your one. go-to. Is it's it? still okay. a good one. And I've had... Do you have comments? <laughs> do you have comments? Well, I've been making the old fashions for a while. One comment I do have, I noticed that my ice cube is a rose. I bought rose ice cubes. It's the, um, I can't think of the brand, Tavolo? Tovolo? I have no idea. I don't, don't look at me. Anyway, it's their ice cubes in the shape of a rose, and I bought that just with four roses. And there so you go. So I have to use the ice cube that I bought for this bourbon. There you go. Anyway, we will get more into four roses and this particular single barrel bourbon later on in the show. Yeah. And before we get into more of our free agency changes, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. I hope your brackets are doing amazing. I'm in a tough competition with my mother-in-law. If you aren't in a competition with your mother-in-law, or even if you are, there are still so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head on over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. 
Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of March Madness, the SGP guys are going to be hosting a final four wash party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California. Saturday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. And hanging with the SGP guys doesn't stop there. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circus Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. All right, Miranda, you talked about the uh, competition with my mom, your mother-in-law. Mm-hmm for March Madness, well, I would like to officially report that there's no way I can catch up to my dad. He has beat me. Um, <laughs> it's actually, the, I think it's the first year he's beat mm-hmm. me. Good. So good job, dad. Um, I will be buying you a bottle of whiskey. Now it's not over, obviously, but I've looked at the points and statistically I cannot catch up. My dad won. Congratulations, dad. Um, and yeah, and you are, I think you're two points away from um, maybe three, but I have. But you have more picks available. Yes. Yeah. It's a tough competition with her yeah. every year. <laughs> I know she does surprisingly well for somebody that <laughs> doesn't really watch that much basketball. So interesting. Um, all right. I well, don't either. Th- right. Yes. I, I. In fact, I think I'm probably the one that watches it the most. And you're doing the worst. And I am doing what the worst this year. What does that say about you, Justin? That it's March Madness and anybody can win. That's the fun part. Um, let's get into some of these free agents here, or trades, I guess, because we have prices on them. Mm-hmm. So these are going to be actual prices. These trades last week, but I'd like to get us started and dive into the Bears with the big trade that we touched on last week. DJ Moore going to the Bears. Yeah. DJ Moore is currently $18, and that is cheaper than he went for last year. Last This past season, he had 63 receptions, 888 yards, and seven touchdowns, and he finished as the 22nd wide receiver. Now, I already told you last week that I'm taking him as a top 15 wide receiver this year with Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was with the revolving door. Eight, it's crazy to me that he's cheaper than last year. Yeah, I am gonna, I would spend more than 18 for him. Yeah, so I'm curious if that's because they think there's more competition than he had on the Panthers, or do they really doubt Fields that much? How can you doubt him? I just don't know how you can doubt him. He has so much talent and potential there and I feel like he's just getting started and I think there were questions about his passing but he also had some of the shortest time to throw passes because our O-line did not block well for him they didn't block and look at our no offense to the offense last year but (laughs) it's not like he was working with Devontae Adams and you know like Tyreek Hill like you're good pass catching options (laughs) yeah no I, I mean it was far and few between with um Guys like Brian Pringle and Equinemia St. Brown. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we're on the same page here. We're both willing to spend the $18. Yeah. Now, with DJ Moore, the Bears also have Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney. They're both valued at a dollar. Yeah. Claypool did have 46 receptions, 451 yards, and one t- touchdown last season. He did switch teams, though. And Mooney, 40 receptions, 493 yards, and two touchdowns. I... I don't know what to make of Claypool and Mooney. I feel like Claypool might have a little more potential, but he hasn't played I with think, Fields as much. Yeah, and um, I think that was exactly what it was. He came over midseason right mm-hmm. before the trade deadline. I think this year he will be better. Build that rep. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Fields, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Mooney all went to the Bulls game together. So I thought that was cool. They're already good. bonding. Yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. Now that changes things. <laughs> But for a dollar, do you think one of these guys or both of them are worth a risk if you don't get... Yes, it's worth a risk. And I feel like one of that, like, if Fields has the season that I'm anticipating him to have and having DJ Moore, I just feel like Claypool or Darnell Mooney, worth that dollar, could be... I don't know if they're going to be your wide receiver, too, in your lineups, but maybe a flex. Yeah. 
and definitely worth having out there on your bench. Well, and DJ Moore is a top talent wide receiver, Mm -hmm. which we have lacked for a while. The defense is going to focus on him, right? Mm -hmm. So because of that, I think these guys could get some more looks because the defense will be focused on DJ Moore. So that's interesting that they're only a dollar. I would also spend that on either, especially if I don't get DJ Moore. Now, with this trade, I also want to look at the Panthers, where DJ Moore was 27% of the Panthers' target share last year, playing 96.3% of their snaps. It's on the field a lot. A lot. That's a huge hole in their offense. Yeah. 30% of their offense just left with him. Now, they did just sign Adam Thielen, who is valued at a dollar. He finished, though, as the 30th wide receiver last year with 70 receptions, 716 yards, and six touchdowns. I feel like Adam Thielen is probably worth more than that dollar. Yeah, I know he's older, but at the same time, um, he he has good production, and I think mm-hmm. he's probably going to be their top guy. He's going to be the vet in that locker room, and I think he's going to be the top option for the pass catcher. So yeah, a dollar also, makes sense, even though we don't know who's going to be throwing to him. No, that that is very true. <laughs> the draft will depend on on that. They also have LaVisca Chenault, um, who had 27 receptions, 272 yards, and one touchdown. They have Terrence Marshall, 28 receptions, 490 yards, one touchdown. Um all, both of the, them are valued at a dollar right now. They also acquired Miles Sanders um, at the running back position. He finished 13th last year. Yeah. And he's only valued at $17. Yeah. So after Christian McCaffrey leaves, Dante Foreman and Chubba Hubbard take over, now they got Sanders. Now, Sanders is a guy that I didn't have a lot of faith in him last year. I actually nominated him in our auction draft to kind of spend some of other people's money nobody bid on him so I got him for a dollar I'm feeling good about that now I think he's going to have a decent Mm -hmm. year with the Panthers because I think he'll be their kind of bell cow guy what do you think I agree with that again I think it depends on what their offense is I think their offense is really going to take shape once they figure out who's going to be their quarterback sure yeah my thought there is a rookie quarterback you need to run the ball to kind of help him out, mm-hmm. probably. Now, that's not always the case. We've seen rookie co- quarterbacks come out and sling it. As far as the other two guys, Chenault and Marshall, there's a lot of buzz with LaVisca Chenault in the dynasty world. I just haven't seen enough to get excited about it. But for I, a dollar. Yeah, maybe worth a flyer. I mean, if, I mean, if the hype is true, yeah. <laughs> then for a dollar, that's worth it. He's a, He is a fast guy. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So he's a speedster um, that can maybe make some really big plays. So... Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. All right. Also, real quick before we continue, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one, much like mine was. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Now, I want to circle us back to the Bears. We talked about their wide receivers. I want to talk about running back and I want to talk about running backs and who we just lost. Yeah. We lost David Montgomery to the Lions. I don't know how I feel about that, him going to the Lions, since we'll be playing them twice Um, a year. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I didn't want to lose him to begin with. Now that I've done a little more research, I am okay with it, but I'm not okay with it being a division rival. No. That sucks. That's the part that is getting me is the fact that he went to the Lions. Yeah. Before that, Montgomery had 60.3% of the share for our running backs. That's mm-hmm. a huge, like, with Khalil Herbert, we did we lost Montgomery, but we got Deonta Foreman. Yeah. So looking at Khalil Herbert right now, he's valued at $9. He's averaging 5.7 yards per touch. He had, last season, 54 evaded tackles which just seems like a lot it does seem like a lot yeah you don't think of him as that shifty of a guy no i mean he's he's smaller and he can yeah wheel his way (laughs) out of stuff i guess he had 129 carries 732 rushing yards and five touchdowns finishing as the 39th running back last season now deonta foreman it's currently just valued at a dollar and he finished 
35th ranked running back. I just like to point that out. Khalil Herbert. I, I'm assuming that Khalil Herbert's value is going up to the $9 because we lost Montgomery. Mm-hmm. But Deonta Foreman finished 35th. Yeah. Four spots above Khalil Herbert. He with looked he looked really good after mm-hmm. they traded Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I thought so. And he finished with 203 carries, 914 yards, and five touchdowns. And most of that coming after taking over for CMC. Yeah. So the obviously they with these prices they think Khalil Herbert's going to be the starter. Mm-hmm. You got a feel on this? Who you think ends up leading that backfield, or do we have a true like fifty fifty split? I don't know if Khal- Montgomery was the guy to like get it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Excuse me. I, I don't. know. I guess I'm going to have to have some words with Mr. <laughs> Montgomery now. Uh- <laughs> I don't know if that's Khalil Herbert. I think Khalil Herbert is great when we're not looking for that push through all the guys, Mm -hmm. get the touchdown, get the first down. I think Deontay Foreman might fill that role. Yeah, I think you could probably peg Foreman for more touchdowns for sure. Mm -hmm. Once you get inside the 10, inside the 5, he's probably going to be that guy they look to punch it in. Um, I did read a thing comparing him and Montgomery with their running styles is very similar, but we got Foreman for much cheaper. Mm -hmm. So I guess smart move there even though we have all this cap to spend so <laughs> i don't know really at the end of the day if it, it's smart or not but it's um, like saving all your auction budget and then leaving the auction with <laughs> right. 54 dollars. i've done that <laughs> it, foreman for sure a dollar is worth taking a chance on mm-hmm. and i feel like Khalil herbert even at nine is a decent price it it is but i don't know that we're gonna see the montgomery numbers out of him True. Yeah. Will he get that sixty point three percent of the 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 running back share, or will Foreman be the first guy? We're gonna have to see. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. And- <laughs> it might be a backfield to avoid initially mm-hmm. because we don't know how it's gonna shake out. Yeah. Or if you can get him at some steals in the auction, if you can. Well, I still th- think Deonta Foreman at a dollar is a no brainer. Yeah. Not to no. quote my dad, but <laughs> a no brainer. <laughs> now. Let's look at the Lions because they got David Montgomery. They have DeAndre Swift. They lost Jamal Williams, which I don't understand. Right. He was my guy last year. I know he was. And he finished eighth. Jamal Williams finished above DeAndre Swift. I don't even remember what Swift finished at, but it wasn't top 10. Jamal Williams finished eighth out of running backs. You don't remember who were finished? Swift. Oh, um, he was 22nd. Well, there you go. He did get injured. But he was 22nd. But still, even when he was healthy and he was playing and you had him and Jamal Williams on the field, Jamal Williams outscored him for fantasy points. Yeah, that's true. He saved my ass in some (laughs) of our matchups last year. Yeah, you were all in on Jamal Williams from the beginning last year and Mm -hmm. uh, you and the Lions both. So it was surprising they let him walk. It is. Did you see his introduction press conference with the Saints? No. So he's wearing an Eevee hat. For those of you that don't know what an Eevee is, it's a Pokemon. And Get Aiden to be a fan of Jamal Williams. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and apparently one of the reporters didn't know what it was either, so they were asking. And he go, he told them, it's kind of like a cat. It's a cat, kind of. But it, it can evolve into eight different things, so it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Eevee. E-E-V-E-E. Look it up. Like this. <laughs> He's like this total nerd, uh-huh. and I, I love his personality. I wish we could have gotten Jamal Williams. No offense to Don mm-hmm. Foreman, but Jamal Williams is just oh a fun gosh, guy. Oh my gosh, I would just be so fangirl over him <laughs> if he came to the Bears. <laughs> I could see it now. Uh, maybe I'm glad he did not come to the Bears then. <laughs> oh, okay. So just let me give you some stats, because that's what I'm here for, right? Yeah. We're here to give some numbers. DeAndre Swift, Lions running back. RB1, he's valued at $18. Last year, did not finish as a top 10 running back, which I think was a surprise to most people. He had 99 rushes, 542 yards, and five touchdowns. Of course, like you said, he was injured part of the year. He still finished as 22nd ranked running back, which is good. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Not not your top 10, but it's still. In a 12-person league, it's an RB2. Yeah, it's an RB2. Um. Now they have David Montgomery, who is valued at $14. Uh, He had, again, like we said, 60.3% of the Bears running back share last year with 201 rushes, 801 yards, five touchdowns. 
and he finished as the 23rd ranked running back. Now, that's interesting here because I didn't really put that together until I'm looking at this data right now. Him and Khalil both had five touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. Split pretty evenly. I was thinking Montgomery got it in more. Montgomery missed three games, I believe. So maybe that's I why you're thinking I still feel like it. maybe. Yeah. I just thought he was our guy. But, I mean... Khalil got just as many touchdowns. Neither Obviously, them, Montgomery got finished higher, got more yards. Yeah. Neither of them finished with as many touchdowns as Jay Fields. Just just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he Jay does, Fields was the real running back for the Chicago Bears. Right. And he he that does hurt your running back value some because when you have a running quarterback yeah, inside because that he's gonna take line, he could take it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this backfield? Now Swift, I was not on Swift last year because mm-hmm. he is an injury-prone running back, and he got injured again. And Montgomery, I like Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I just feel like these guys are going to eat into each other's workload. I don't think David Montgomery no. is going to have that Jamal Williams role. This is another one that I think it's going to be a little messy. I, I know. I'm not sure how it's going to work out because they are, like you said, similar role running yeah. backs. It, they're not. I wouldn't say they're complementary. I would right. say they're competitive running backs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, both guys that could catch out of the backfield, mm-hmm. both guys that have a similar running style. If you want to bank on Swift getting injured again, which, of course, we never want injuries. but No, but he is injury prone, and yeah. he has shown that. Right. So then, at that case, if Montgomery becomes the only running back in that backfield or the main one, then he might be worth that $14. I do have to say that with the Lions getting Montgomery, they definitely think something is going to happen because the Lions, with that trade alone... Which is weird because they lost Jamal Williams. I just don't understand this. Free agency pickup with that free agency pickup. Sorry. Thank you for the correction. (laughs) (laughs) With that free agency pickup, the Lions are all of a sudden like looking great in the NFC North. And I don't understand that. The favorites to win it. Yes. I'll never trust Jared Goff. Mm -mm. I can't back Jared Goff as winning the division. I just can't. Nope. You and me both. So are you taking any of these guys? Am I taking any of these guys? I'm taking Jamal Williams. Taking, yeah, no. <laughs> He's out of there. Of, no, uh, of Bears running back two mm-hmm. and Lions two. Can I put you on the spot and have you rank them of where you would, of how you would take them? Give me one second. That you, I yeah. was not prepared for this, I know. Justin. Completely putting you on the spot. Ooh. Now, maybe this is why the Lions are NFC North. Swift, Montgomery, Foreman, Herbert. Really? Mm-hmm. Do I need to remind you that the number one rushing team in the league last year was the Bears? Because... Do I need to remind you <laughs> that it was because of Jay Fields? That's mostly true, yes. We just got done saying Goff is not a running quarterback. Right. This is true. So we just got done saying, you wanted me to rank it on the spot. Those are my honest reactions mm-hmm. of I would take Swift Montgomery. Because I just don't know there. Swift, maybe they're thinking that with you know his injury, like Montgomery can come in and fill his shoes. Yeah. If he's injured. Obviously, they're going to be sharing time, though. Right. Yeah. But these are all four very close for me. They they are, but I'm going to ask you in a minute, but I want to explain myself here. Okay, yeah, go for it. We just got done saying that the Bears running backs, while there's talent there, you have Jay Fields, which takes away. I don't want my RB1 or 2 to be one of the Bears running backs, not with Fields. I guess, yeah. I don't think that that's going to produce the fantasy numbers that I'm going to need. I don't know what you're planning over there, but for me to win our league. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So how do you rank? So I got Montgomery first because I don't trust Swift to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, after that is when it gets really murky, but I'm going to go Donta Foreman. I think he wins this starting job. I think Khalil Herbert continues to be a change of pace back like he was for Montgomery. Then Swift, if he's healthy, and then Herbert. So that's kind of how I'm taking it. Um, now, Herbert could win that job. I know uh, our at the mothership, Kramer, who's a huge Virginia Tech fan, which is where Khalil Herbert went to college, he thought Herbert just needed an opportunity to have the starting job. Now maybe that happens this year. Maybe Herbert has that opportunity to have the starting job, and Kramer's right there, and he'll shine. But I'm just, I'm not 100% sold yet. So I guess we have to see. I feel like we've spent a lot of time in the NFC North. (laughs) So we should probably move on. To the NFC North with the Packers. So yeah, let's stay with the NFC North. Okay, I guess we're not getting out of the (laughs) NFC North. We're going to be talking about the Jets. 
Yeah, so that Packers, is kind yeah. of getting out of there. Yeah. The Packers, I mean, are they in the NFC? They're like bottom of the totem pole now. <laughs> right now so. they're, yeah. Well, and it's interesting because no trade has gone through. But mm-hmm. let's talk about if this trade does go through and its impacts. The Packers starting quarterback will be Jordan Love. He'll take the reins over. Last year, played in four games, 14 for 21, 195 yards and one touchdown. 2021, he played in six games. Uh, 36 completions out of 62 passes, 411 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. I don't feel like he can read the blitz. I don't think Jordan Love is the answer to anything. Depends what the question is, but it's not who can lead you to the NFC North championship. Jordan Love for a dollar. Any reason to take a stab on him? Not, I mean, no. No. (laughs) They lost, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers leaving, taking Alan Lazard with, well, I know it's not official. We're going to just talk like it's official. I think it's, it's safe be official. to say it's official. Yeah. As long as he, I mean, he wants to drag it out. That's fine. They want to drag it out. Let right. me correct that. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's him as more of the he Packers. He said it was the Packers. Now, they just probably say it's him. Well, prior they said <laughs> the deal was done. It's on him. But mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? I don't know that he's maybe worth a dollar if you've already got your, not as a backup, Right. For your bye week. Yeah. I don't know. I guess but Superflex is the only maybe thing. Maybe with a dollar to see what comes of it. Maybe yeah. he surprises us. I don't see that. I don't see the talent there. I feel like, I kind of feel like the Packers are going to be a mess this year. Well, and let's continue on with them. Christian Watson, who was mm-hmm. um, their second receiver behind Alan Lazard last year, 41 catches, 611 yards, seven touchdowns. He did have more touchdowns. Finished as a 34th wide receiver. I don't see him finishing that high. Not with Jordan Love with throwing Jordan. to him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Lazard is gone, but I just, I don't see him getting to where he was with Rodgers being there. No, I, I feel it's going to be a completely different offense with the same people, but missing people. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. going <laughs> to <laughs> sure. be different. I'm looking at their running backs too. They have AJ Dillon valued at $14. Finished as a 25th running back. He had 186 attempts, 770 yards, and seven touchdowns last year. Do you – I, I'm having a – sorry. I'm New thoughts are popping into my head as I'm reading these stats. Do you think the Packers are going to have to rely on the run more? I think they have to. So does that increase the value of A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones? Absolutely. So I, I agree. Now – Speaking of Aaron Jones, he is valued at $23. He finished in the top 10. Obviously, I think he's still going to be relevant there around top 10. Um, 213 rushes, 1,121 yards, and two touchdowns last year. Yeah, lacked on the touchdowns. He had some receiving touchdowns, I think. But $23 seems cheap unless teams learn they they can just load up against the run and Mm -hmm. make Jordan Love beat them. If I'm a defensive coordinator, that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing <laughs> on stopping this run and say, okay, Jordan Love, let's see if you can beat us. Yes. But, you know, we've seen teams do that, and still the other team has success in the run. So these guys, I think they're priced fair. I think if they're around that price, I would take a chance on them. What do you think? I would. I think th- I think it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> We're just going to throw out some no-brainers here. <laughs> Speaking of the Jets, Rodgers right now, is only a dollar. He's projected at a dollar. Last year, 3,695 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, finished as a 13th quarterback with a a solid run game and better receivers. I know. I, w- I think I, he's worth a dollar. Well, yes, I think he's worth a dollar. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if he goes somewhere else. Yes, he's towards the end of his career, but does he have it? somewhere right. else well i think he's been losing it for a while if i think I'm being so honest. but yeah mm-hmm. um and still he's putting up good numbers of course finishing 13th mm-hmm. so he's top 15 and in he fantasy, has but those weapons like you know garrett wilson yeah um finished as a 19th wide receiver last year yeah and he's he's projected at 18 dollars, and that was um he finished 19th with zach wilson mike white joe flacco for a little bit mm-hmm. um had 83 receptions 1100 yards four touchdowns now with Rodgers in town, who is, I would say, step up from those quarterbacks, mm-hmm. he seems like he's probably worth that $18, right? I would think so. They're yeah. talented. Talented. He, regardless of what you think of Rodgers, he's still a talented quarterback. Right. And he's going and he's going to play with a talented wide receiver. Yeah. 
I would hope that there could be some chemistry there. However, he's bringing Lazard with him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know. who's Who also I feel like is worth a flyer at a dollar. Absolutely. Because Rodgers already trusts him. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that he has Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Rodgers trusts him. And we know Rodgers does not like young guys that make mistakes, which Wilson and Moore are both young guys. So if they get on his bad side, it's Lazard season. <laughs> right? <I> yes. Mean, <laughs> For a second, I thought you said lizard season. So The lizard. Um, <laughs> Lazard, the lizard, finished his 32nd. I don't know if he tops that, but I think he's worth that dollar. For I your flex so. spot, Rogers is gonna he's he's gonna be uncomfortable in that Jets offense, and Lazard is gonna make him a little more at home. I cannot believe we still don't know for sure where Rogers is going to be playing. I don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's get out of this region and let's go down south to the Saints, which we have also been talking about. I feel like on a weekly basis here, but it's good to have you know some more dollar figures on yeah. these players. So we know that Carr went to the Saints. He's only valued at a dollar right now. Can you explain that? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> he <laughs> finished as a 17th quarterback last year. He had 3,500 yards, over 3,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. The only thing I can think of is you explain it by the fact that he was only the 17th ranked quarterback and he had Devontae Adams. He won't have Devonte Adams anymore, but no. he does have Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. Um, I was disappointed by Chris Olave last year because I thought he had so much potential, and then it just didn't pan out. But maybe it will with Carr. Yeah, they didn't I, have a good quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say I think part of that's that most of the year he had the red rifle throwing Andy to Dalton. him. Yeah, as Bears fans, we know Andy Dalton well. Um, and he's not a, a anymore anyways. He's not a uh, make your wide receivers a top fantasy no. option. And then I have to comment on Jamal Williams. He moved to the Saints. So Carr goes there. He has Chris Olave, who has that potential. And Jamal Williams is a running back for the Saints. Top 10 running back they got. Like we already yeah. said last year, 262 rushes, almost 1,100 yards, 17 touchdowns, eighth, eighth ranked running back. Yeah, and I don't expect him to be eighth-ranked again if Alvin Kamara plays a full season. However, in case you haven't been paying attention, Alvin Kamara is facing some legal issues and a potential suspension looming. He has been indicted for the physical assault of somebody. The video did not look good. So, the Saints grabbing Jamal Williams seems very smart because he is a guy who could take over the backfield. And... He's projected at a dollar. If you have a draft tomorrow, like I know some of these leagues that draft way early, they actually draft kickers to put in mm-hmm. rookie players um, if the rookies aren't available yet. If you have a draft tomorrow and Jamal Williams is a dollar, take him. What? Yeah. If you don't take him, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I can guarantee you that if you're in any leagues with me where I already had Jamal Williams, <laughs> you're not going to get him because I'm keeping him. And that makes sense. Um, I think it's worth the risk that he's not going to sit behind Kamara all year. I think Kamara's going to miss time, and he will be your starting running back. Now, when Kamara comes back, maybe you you target that date and think about trading him if it's looked good and you think he's not going to keep that same consistency. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, definitely something to look at. Moving on to the Raiders, my Jimmy G. I like how you went from Carr Saints to Raiders. Good transition there. <laughs> Yes, um, Jimmy G stepping in Carr's place. Only valued at a dollar. He was injured, obviously, but when he played, he had um, just over 2,400 yards, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. His best year was in 2019, though, which was already four years ago. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? It's like, oh, yeah, just last (laughs) year. No, four years ago. Let's try that again. (laughs) Yeah, best year with the 49ers in 2019. Almost 4,000 yards. 27 touchdowns. He did have 13 interceptions. Um, And in 2021, which was only two years ago, he had a similar season with, again, he had 3,800 yards. So pushing that 4,000, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Are you spending a dollar on Jimmy G? I don't know. As a backup quarterback, I think I would. I don't. He wanna... has Devontae Adams. Let right. me just think about this full picture here. <laughs> yes, I would spend a dollar on him. Yeah, I think I don't want to go with planning that he's my starter, but I think he's a solid backup option. He's not going to be your starter. He's not going to finish top 10. 
No, no, I agree. So a solid backup though, or in a super flex, you want to mm-hmm. grab him. But he, but he has the number two ranked wide receiver last year, Devonte Adams, who is valued at forty six dollars. He had a hundred receptions last year, fifteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns. He was, um, basically a third of the target share. Yeah, which is crazy. Now forty six dollars. Are you spending that on Devonte Adams? He's somebody I want to get as a steal. Not 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 talking steals here. You want to get every player as a steal. <laughs> He's somebody He's who I f- would take as a steal. I would not spend $46 for because I think that's such a huge chunk of the budget. I think that is based off of last year's numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to get last year's numbers, and it's not because I don't think Jimmy G is going to get it to him. I do think he is, but Jimmy G is not going to key on key in on just Devonta Adams like Derek Carr did. Jimmy G is known for spreading the ball around. So I think that target share goes down, therefore the production's not as high. And they just acquired Jacoby Myers. Yes. Who, are you sure these numbers are correct? I just want to just say this. He's this valued is, at a dollar. This is per sleeper. If you start a 10-person league mm-hmm. right now, not a it, it's a redraft league, not a contractor dynasty, because that's always hard to kind of gauge who people have. But yeah, a new league started right now. Jacoby Myers valued at a dollar. He finished no f- 27th last year for wide receivers. And I expect him to have a better year because the yes. defense is going to key in on Devontae Adams. If you Adams. can get him for a dollar, take him because he's worth more than that, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and they also just signed a guy that you were big on last year who had a great was. first game and then fell off the face of the earth. But O.J. Howard for a dollar. They just signed him 10 receptions, 145 yards, two touchdowns, though both of them were in the first game with the uh, Texans. I feel like he's worth a stab. Darren mm-hmm. Waller's gone. Foster Moreau was gone. Mm-hmm. It's OJ Howard. I think that they're, yeah, they're planning on him being their target tight end. So yeah. maybe I just, again, I disappointment there because, <laughs> like you said, he looked so good, but his only touchdowns were the first game. Yeah. Never again. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not a talent of George Kittle, but Jimmy G used to utilizing a tight end, mm-hmm. which I think makes OJ Howard, if he becomes their starter, anyways, if it's set that he's the starter. I feel like that slots him in nicely for a dollar. Right now, yeah, I was going to say right now for a dollar, it's worth seeing. Yeah. Um, what becomes of him? Yeah, agreed. Speaking of tight ends, Waller was traded to the Giants. I thought you were going to say hello to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Waller was traded to the yes, Giants, and he's currently valued at seventeen dollars. He was injured last year, so he only finished with twenty-eight. Res- receptions 388 yards and three touchdowns disappointment but he's talented yeah uh he's old older too but talented Mm -hmm. definitely um to look at 2020 and 2019 which were some of his better years 107 receptions 1200 yards nine touchdowns a little worse in 2019 2020 was his year yeah so are you spending 17 dollars on (laughs) well that was quick (laughs) 17 dollars is a lot for a tight end and i don't see him being a top four or five tight end he's finished there before you don't think he gets back i don't know yet i'm not taking that gamble with my budget right now okay interesting Uh, tight end we forgot to talk about just i'm thinking of tight ends now Mm -hmm. the bears signed robert tunyon they did we took him from the packers yes um he's a chicago guy uh, uh-huh. Grew up in Illinois. Um, I, he was injured last year, but I think there's potential there. I know Cole Komet's going to be the starter, but I think there's potential there. Whether he'll be fantasy relevant, it's hard to say, though, because you rarely have a team that has two fantasy relevant tight ends. So if you're out on Cole Komet, you're out on Robert Tunyon. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Unless injury, but yeah. All right. You're not spending 17 on Darren Waller. I'm considering it. You are? You're going to spend 17 explain Nate, okay so mm-hmm. travis kelsey's probably going to go for over 30 maybe even over 40 dollars right then you have i imagine george kittle next he's probably going to go for over 20 i can't think of who I, tj hawkinson who will probably go for 20 or more especially in our leagues because he's an iowa guy he played for iowa hawkeyes so you know so they're going to spend, spend would you take him over mark andrews Taysom hill because I think feel like he comes in right after Taysom Hill in my book. Okay, so you got Travis Kelsey, you have T.J. Hawkinson, George Kittle, 
Mark Andrews, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill in the fourth to fifth. I'm thinking. Because Taysom I'm Hill thinking. is versatile. Yes, he, he is. He had some disappointing games last year. He's he too was, hit and miss for me. I, I was going to say, he's more hit and miss, but yeah. when he is utilized as the every position on the field. And I obviously neither of us have brought up Kyle Pitts. We're out on Kyle We're, Pitts. Kyle Pitts is done, Justin. <laughs> He's done. It's only his third year this year. Are you going to make the mistake of being all in on Pitts again? Well, you know what? He's probably going to go for very cheap, so it's going to be something I consider because I, I doubt he goes for much money because of last year. He's a very talented guy. It's only his third year. So I'll consider it. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a Pitts passion here again, and we're going to have to listen to you be we're gonna depressed have... <laughs> every episode because Pitts sucks. We're going to have me claiming that Darren Waller is probably going to finish as the fifth tight end, and I will spend $17 on him. For the fifth ranked. Yep. That's, that's where I'm going to go with that. Obviously, we don't see eye to eye there, so you decide, listeners, who you're going to side with. I'm not um, saying that he's bad. He's talented. I just don't know. You just won't spend 17. I just don't know if 17. Yeah. I go all in on my tight ends, though. So keep in like, mind. I go for the very top because it drops off. Like, I go and I think that you have to have, you have to try to get one of the best tight ends. Yeah. No, I get that. And you can spend a lot of money on a sixth or seventh ranked tight end, but have drastically different numbers from the first through third top tight ends yeah i get that i get what you're saying i just think i think i would spend 17 dollars on him keep in mind listeners we have a twitter for old-fashioned football now at old-fashioned fb please tweet us tell me if you would actually i'll put a poll up i'll put a uh, a poll up would you spend 17 dollars for darren waller of your auction 200 dollars auction but budget yes or no obviously would you're you no rank i'm a yes darren waller as the number fifth or better tight end for the 2023 20, season. I'll put them both out there. We got polls going. Um, answer the poll. We'll report on it next week. Uh, speaking of Darren Waller, he has Dan Jones thrown to him. Only going for $3 after finishing as the ninth quarterback. Would you spend $3 on him? Yeah. See, I, th- I think maybe. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I would. $3 for Dan Jones, I would. Yeah. I would too. Now, he had 708 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns, which helped him get to that ninth ranked. I don't think he does that well rushing. I think that was a little bit of an outlier, but I still would spend the $3 on him. I think he's worked mm-hmm. that. I want to switch gears here and talk about the Patriots and what they lost. Yeah. So Damian Harris went to the Bills in place of Devin Singletary. He is currently valued at a dollar. Last year, he had um, 106 carries, 462 yards, three touchdowns. But in 2021, he had 929 yards and 15 touchdowns. Yeah, so... He did finish last season as the 48th running back, which is not great. It's not, but Ramondo Stevenson really took over that backfield. Mm -hmm. This is interesting to me because I feel like the Bills have needed a bruising running back for that backfield. Mm -hmm. Um, and Devin Singletary is not a bruising running back. So I don't know if Harris gets this job or James Cook. They're both in the backfield there. Um, Cook was a rookie last year. Cook is valued at $15 right now. So Harris, a dollar. Cook, 15 And just to put it into perspective, they did have very similar. Both ended the year with three touchdowns. Um, similar rushing yards. However, Cook did have 21 receptions and 180 receiving yards. See, and that's where I think Harris probably gets the the lead back duties and Cook, Cook is more your of passing the versatile back. pass. Yep, pass yep. catcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So this one is worth monitoring. But for me, $15 is too much for James Cook. At a dollar is worth taking a stab at Damian Harris. Because he's still a young running back mm-hmm. who's a powerful guy that I think Fits this Bills offense well. So bring us back to the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Um, they acquired Juju Smith. Yeah. So Juju has left the threesome <laughs> with the Chiefs <laughs> and is now um, going to be a wide receiver for the Patriots. He's valued at $2. He had 78 receptions, 933 yards, and three touchdowns last year with the Chiefs. He did finish as a 28th wide receiver. Yeah, $2 is cheap, but don't expect him to finish there again. Mm-mm. That's you're I, going that's from Mahomes. Yeah. 
not Mac Jones. No, it's not a <laughs> Mac Jones is not going to make him. Yeah, top I know. 30. Mahomes and Mac Jones kind of sound the same, but, but they're, they're very not. <laughs> vastly different. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Patriots also got Mike Gesicki, 32 receptions, 362 yards, five touchdowns. His best season was in 2021 when he had 73 receptions, 780 yards, and two touchdowns. Do you think? Gasicki can find success. Now he has Hunter Henry there too. So basically they get rid of Jonu Smith. They add Hunter Henry. I'm sorry, who? Jonu Smith. So Hunter Henry. There you go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, do you think Gasicki's going to be relevant again? I'd like to point out something. His best season was two years ago and he only had two touchdowns. Yeah. It's true. I well I don't think he's the guy. I don't either. Okay. Yeah, so <sighs> Juju for two dollars seems cheap for a talented wide receiver, but I, I'm not trusting any of these Patriots pass catchers. Mac Jones. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> let's talk about the Cowboys. I'd rather not, but I go know, on. But let's do. <laughs> um Tony Pollard. Yeah. Zeke. They they cut Zeke. Mm-hmm. Yes. So last year, Pollard was a top 10 running back. He was seventh ranked yep. with a, just over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, 371 receiving yards, and three touch three receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So 12 touchdowns total. Yeah. Pollard is their guy now. Yeah. Now, I did see breaking news. I don't have the breaking news sound bite like the uh, mothership has, but da 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 yeah. Breaking news. They did, as of like an hour ago, sign Ronald Jones mm. of previously of Tampa Bay, Tampa previously Bay. of Kansas City. It, Ronald Jones is not Zeke. He's, He's not, not gonna, Tony Pollard either. Well, no. Pollard will be the guy, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think Jones will even eat into the role as much as Zeke no, did. I, no, I think that Pollard is, you go after Pollard. So $27, would you spend that on Pollard? Yes. I think he will be a top 10 running back. You think back. he's going to repeat his top 10? I do. And I think that he's going to have more of the target share. He's going to be the fantasy producer for the Cowboys. I mean, and if you look at it, he was the seventh ranked mm-hmm. last year, so top 10, mm-hmm. with Zeke having 876 yards and 12 touchdowns. I don't think Ron Jones gets 876 yards and 12, and 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns? I don't think so either. I'm not seeing it. Right. Prove me wrong, <laughs> but um. So how? I mean, what's a good number for Pollard? Would you spend thirty? I would spend thirty. Thirty-five. I would spend thirty-five, and now I have to think about it. About okay. thirty-five. So about thirty-five and above is kind of your you got to yeah, because really I got to think about it, got to see how my draft is going, got a budget, but I think Tony Pollard is the guy. Okay, and then I Zeke- think he's. I I agree. I think he has the potential to be a top ten running back again next year, and especially with Zeke leaving. Yeah, agreed. Um, I would also spend above 35 for him. Now, Zeke, ha- he did have 876 yards and 12 touchdowns last year. Did not look as efficient as the Zeke we are used to. And he's not on a team yet. But right now, he's going for $5. If you got $5 left and one spot left to fill. You throw it at Zeke because he's going right? to land somewhere. Yeah. And he is um, he's going to get touchdowns. Now, whether he gets a lot of yards, I don't know. But he will get touchdowns. It's mm-hmm. surprising that nobody – this is weird that nobody has him yet, isn't it? Maybe there's some story there. There could be. Um, I'm curious to see what happens because mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of running backs get picked up. But in general, the running back position has kind of been devalued. This will be interesting. I wonder if he stays in – in Texas and goes to Houston. They did just sign Devin Singletary, but I think that Zeke is a much better talent. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, so that's what we got for players. Why don't we review some whiskey? Yes, let's bring it back to the whiskey. Um, as I said earlier, we are drinking Four Roses bourbon, their single barrel, mm-hmm. which has in the past always been a go to of mine. For old fashions. And did I make a good old fashioned today, Justin? Well, mine's gone, so I don't know what that tells you. It was good. Did you like it more than... But... What? I didn't have a fucking orange, <laughs> I believe is what you would say. I know. I was getting ready to make them, and I'm like, we have no oranges. We have no oranges. We have avoided the no oranges We have for dried oranges. You could have put in That is not here. the same. I used the dried orange... <laughs> 
No, I used a dry orange in my sweater weather bourbon. It just was perfect. It's a nice touch on a wintry. Oh, my sweater weather, old fashioned. I said bourbon. It's old fashioned. But the dried orange is a nice touch in a coupe glass in the winter when it's snowing outside and you have black strap bitters brown sugar (laughs) (laughs) like make a simple syrup with brown sugar and a bordeaux cherry yeah and it was just so good and then and and it's the bad sweater bourbon from savage and cook which has a lot of spice it is so good you're gonna have to tell uh mr carney about this recipe i'm gonna yeah you're because Oh, they need to feature my sweater weather. There you go. 411, check it out. Um, <laughs> but let's review this Four Roses okay. first. I'm proud of that old-fashioned. It was very good. I, I, I will I'm proud agree. of it. Yeah. So it is. And the glass and the dried orange are just finishing touches that really make it. You felt like you were in a speakeasy when I served you. It, Did it was, you not? It was very good. And yes. I will agree that it's the perfect winter <laughs> weather drink. Okay, but we are talking about Four yes. Roses. Yeah, but I wanted it. to know: Did you like the old fashioned? Yeah, I did. Okay. It was good. Why would you do to it? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> okay, so Four Roses Bourbon—they are definitely going to be a stop on our bourbon whiskey tour. Yeah, they are located in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, and they're on Bonds Mill Road, which I just liked that. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, But this is definitely a stop on the old-fashioned football whiskey bourbon tour, which I really was hoping would be this fall. But we know, like, home renovations we're doing. We're going to be out in Canton for the Fantasy Football Expo in August. We're going to be in Canton again in june for the usfl football playoffs yeah we're just we've got a lot going on this year and i really want to plan out this bourbon tour it's probably too too many stops to ohio but it is (laughs) it is what it is um i think that 2024 is the year for the bourbon tour i want it planned out and four roses is definitely going to be a stop we'll have to podcast on the uh the trip that would be yes we have to Every stop, do a review. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, go on. Four Roses, it is made with the same passion since 1888. All you have to do is take one sip and you'll discover something that may both surprise and delight you. Four Roses is unlike any other bourbon. I just, I agree because it's good. So, and maybe that's because four roses handcrafts 10 distinct and extraordinary bourbon recipes one of those that we're drinking today is selected by hand to become the four roses single barrel they take four of those 10 distinct bourbon recipes and they expertly mingle them mingle them by hand to create four roses small batch and then six of those 10 bourbons are hand-selected and mingled to create the perfectly balanced, non-chill-filtered small batch select. And as many as all 10, basically, all 10 of those distinct bourbon recipes are used to create the Four Roses bourbon. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, Four Roses bourbon, it is good, but I am such a fan of the single barrel. I haven't tried... This is confession time. I haven't tried Four Roses bourbon again since we've been, since I've been such a bourbon fan. I think I tried regular, just their bourbon way back in the day before I was a real fan and really appreciated the craft and the taste of bourbon and whiskey. So I need to go back. We need a regular bottle of just the Four Roses bourbon. I'd like to compare it to the single barrel. Okay. But I am a huge fan of the single barrel. I'm always You're in like, favor yes, of getting more whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I just put together why you like this one so much. Why? It's a high rye bourbon. It is? Yes. Oh my gosh, we're discovering things about me. <laughs> you are a rye gal. <laughs> I am. Yeah, There's so much flavor rye. in rye. Yeah, it's a 100 proof high rye bourbon. Well, there you go. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You can go to fourrosesbourbon.com. A lot of history, a lot of information on the bourbons. They they have recipes. One thing that I saw online, Justin, which you need to find this for me. Yes. What do I need to find you? Um, go to fourrosesbourbon.com. 
on the discover our history section, there is a bottle of what I can only imagine is a 1888 bottle of Four Roses bourbon. The bottle is a brown bottle with intricate roses covering the entire bottle. And the Four Roses label is really unique and it's smaller at the top. Right now the bottle has a big label. It has Four Roses in the glass like there's roses that are sticking out of the glass bottle i don't know how to describe it but this bottle is gorgeous they're like imprinted imprinted Mm -mm. that's not right it's not imprinted they're yeah i can't think of the word right now words i've said enough words today (laughs) um but do you see are you there are you looking are we on the heritage page no i'm actually if you scroll down to the discover where you can select discover our history go to the main page go to go to home I'm sure everybody's going to love hearing you <laughs> walk. Okay. I'm at the home. Scroll down. And it's like before the moon landing and prohibition since 1888. <laughs> Scroll me. down. Okay. Yeah. Do you see that history. bottle? Oh, now I see what you're talking about. Yes. I want that bottle. Oh, that's like a, looks like a moonshine bottle. It's gorgeous. That is okay. pretty cool. You Anyways. know I'm all about bottles. Yes. And the you unique do like the design and the labels, bottles, I want to be a bourbon whiskey bottle designer. Well, there you go. I'm retiring my career early, and I'm going to go and design whiskey bottles. <laughs> Do you have any design experience? <laughs> no, but I've looked at a lot of them. <laughs> yes. I have looked and felt a lot of them. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, again, go to fourrosesbourbon.com. You can really get into the history. And... We will be adding Four Roses Bourbon to our Whiskey Bourbon Trail stop in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Yeah. Let's get into the let's get into what it's all about here. All right, tasting me, notes. Yes. No, on the nose. Dried it's sweet. Okay. Dried <laughs> spice, pear, cocoa, vanilla and maple syrup. It's the vanilla pear. It's the pear. I picked it's up fruity. pear too. Yeah. Um, it is sweet, but it's not sweet. Like when you smell other whiskeys and bourbons, you're like, oh, that's sweet. Like a sugary sugar sweet. sweet. Yeah. It's a fruit sweet. And yeah. it's pear. That is definitely pear. Yep. And then my the, mom the, would like this. Yeah. On the palate, hints of ripe plum and cherries, robust full body and mellow. I, I get a little bit of the cherry taste. This is good. With your oak taste and then just good whiskey. Um, and then the finish is smooth and, and delicately long. It is delicately long. For 100... <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> for 100 proof, it's very smooth. This is 100 proof. I did not cover that. This yes. is 100 proof. Um, it is very smooth. And I just realized I've never drank this neat before. Yeah. I'm very much becoming a... I like to drink my whiskey and bourbon neat. Mm-hmm. Where before, like, give me a cocktail with it. Because, you know, l- this is... Um, very good. I've never tried it just neat before. Yeah. And I think a lot of different whiskeys, I mean, it depends what they are of how they are best. A uh, listener of ours, shout out to Coach Covo, asked, he asked recently how I liked my whiskey. Mm-hmm. He got some Irish whiskey for St. Patrick's Day. Um, had it straight the first day, had it on ice the second day, liked it much better on ice. Whiskey is best enjo- enjoyed how you like it. However you like it. I don't yeah. think there, there's not a... A wrong way. It's right. however Straight, you want to drink it. Mixed. I mean, mm-hmm. just however you like it. That's what whiskey's very versatile that way. So yeah, I drink most of mine straight, mm-hmm. but there are some that it's like, oh, I need a couple cubes in this one. Well, Cut and it even a it's a different experience. It's a different yeah. taste. Um, even if you put just a couple drops of water, yeah. just a couple drops of water in bourbon can completely change the taste of it. For sure. Yeah. And complement it. Yeah. Make it smoother. Like, yeah, it's just interesting. Now, this is good. We did have a conversation recently that I don't know if we've met a whiskey we haven't liked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there have been some, but uh, this is very good. Mm -hmm. It's very good whiskey. Uh, Obviously, you've heard of Four Roses. If you're a whiskey drinker, you've probably had Four Roses, but you might not have tried their single barrel. It's worth it. Uh, It is worth it. it. Go get it. Yep, absolutely. Did you have anything else on Four Roses? No, just go buy a bottle. What are you waiting for? Did you have anything else in general? 
My my whole fashion's gone because it was good. <laughs> it, it was good. You and did a good old my fashion. rose ice cube is really tiny now. Yes, mine is too. I see it over there. <laughs> Everything was good. Four roses is good. It makes it better. Beautiful bottle. The single barrel bottle, because this is my future career, designing bottles, <laughs> is, <laughs> is a beautiful like square... But then kind of rounded at the bottom. It's a beautiful bottle with a leather like tag. Yeah. The wood cork sound. Mm. Did we fin- Did we kill the <laughs> bottle today? There's like an ounce left in the okay. bottle. I figured we were close to killing it. I was like, man, we need to keep this tag. I don't know why. It's just a nice leather tag that we need to keep. 4-4. Launch our own feed. You're asking how you can help. Well, as soon as it launches, you can subscribe. You can listen. You can rate and review all that will help us tremendously, mm-hmm. help us so much, so we appreciate that. Uh, otherwise, we will be back next week to talk about some college players to think about in your draft. We, we're gonna, we have this saying that we don't say very often, but old-fashioned football, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. My old-fashioned is gone. Yours is almost gone, right? No, I said it was gone. Okay, how's your straight whiskey doing? Oh, <laughs> she just downed it. It's Go- gone. It's going so once. Going twice. Sold. Old Fashioned Football.